Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And if you can't hear, I'm still just can't get over this thing. But that's not why you're here. You're here because it's Sunday and it's breaches of the week. And this week in data breaches has been absolutely nuts. But as always, before we begin, I want to thank the following people that sent me a lot of this information. And that would be Jay Dance, Joe DiBiase, Jacqueline Wolf, Shay Sanchez, and Mike Adori. Thank you so very much. And with that, let's keep on rolling with Cutchins, Robin, Robbins, and Diamond, or KRD. And I'll let you figure out what they do. Uh, so pretty much KRD filed a notice with the Attorney General of Massachusetts after discovering that an employee's email account was compromised. Now, access to sensitive information may include names and social security numbers, as well as a financial account information. They're sending out letters as well. So if you use KRD for all your, I'm going to go ahead and assuming legal or financial needs, go ahead and give them a shout. Moving on, let's talk about Public Health Management Corporation on February 26th. They also filed with Massachusetts after discovering that an unauthorized party was able to gain access to their network. And now we're talking here, uh, names, social security numbers, medical records, financial account information, and driver's license numbers. They've sent out notices as well. Moving on, let's talk about Rio Hondo. On February 27, they filed with California after experiencing a ransomware attack, apparently back in October of 2023. Rio Hondo, don't know why it took you that long. So, in this notice, they basically disclose that we're talking names, address, social security numbers, and dates of birth. They're sending out information. So if you go to school there or work there, heads up to you. Moving on, let's talk about a company called MedQ. On February 23rd, they filed with Maine after discovering that they had been accessed. And what we're talking about with them are names, social security numbers, driver's license, dates of birth, health information, diagnosis, lab results, medications, treatment information, and health insurance and claim forms as well. Well, so upon that, basically, they are now sending out uh, letters and, and notifications to those affected. On that, we're talking about another interesting one here, which is AI-powered photo and video editing platform. You can do things like image enhancement, background removal, diffusion, coloring, etc., etc. It's called Cutout Pro or Cutout.pro. Now, they apparently suffered a data breach exposing the personal information of about 20 million of their members, including email addresses, hashed and salted passwords, IP addresses, and names. Now, this past Tuesday, somebody using the alias Krypton Zombie, or Zambi, I guess, uh, maybe from Zambia, uh, shared a link on breach forums, uh, basically the hacking forum of a CSV or comma separated values file containing almost six gigabytes of stolen data from Cutout Pro. Now, these files contain what appear to be 41.4 million records, with 20 million of these records consisting of unique email addresses. The cyber criminal also stated that they still have access to the breach system. So, apparently, the victim, meaning Cutout Pro, hadn't really that they were in and moving around and selling stuff and hopefully that's not true but here we are so heads up to you if you use cutout pro for all your image manipulation needs hopefully not deep fakes moving on massive change healthcare breach update now for example or for example for the record <clears throat> if you're a regular follower you know change healthcare just basically had a massive uh, data attack on february 20th uh, change healthcare is used by one third essentially of all patients whether you realize it or not through your respective pharmacies so this knocked out a significant portion of essentially 
pharmacies around the entire country and, and over a third of patients uh, basically were affected by this. So now we have some updates as things are coming to light. So first one is major player in this field, GoodRx. They're a platform for lower cost prescriptions. They actually didn't declare that they were affected by this breach and as a result, their stock has risen. <laughs> so basically GoodRx said, hey, you can come to us and we'll fill your prescription needs and you'll get them for cheaper than if you went to your regular pharmacy and sure enough, they made money on the stock market, so I guess that's a good spin on a, on a really bad situation. Now, the other <clears throat> update to this is that basically, if you recall back on uh, when they declared this in uh, late February, they mentioned that they suspected a nation-state-associated cybersecurity threat actor was essentially responsible for compromising Change Health. And sure enough, according to basically a report uh, by multiple outlets, but I'm cribbing from Bleeping Computer here, Black Cat Ransomware Group, also known as Elf V or Noboris, has taken responsibility for the Change Healthcare attack. Now, they basically announced this on the dark web. They claim to have six terabytes of data related to, quote, thousands of healthcare providers, insurance providers, pharmacies, etc. Now, Black Cat claims to have gained access to medical records, payment information, and claims information, all of which allegedly contains personally identifiable information, such as um, home phone numbers, regular phone numbers, like mobile phone numbers, social security numbers, email addresses, and more. Active U.S. military and Navy personnel were also allegedly caught up in this as well. The group stated that they have obtained source code for change healthcare, which is never a good thing because if they can manipulate it or embed, let's say, maliciousness into the source code that change is using, change may not be able to find that or see that very quickly. On top of that, they also say uh, basically sensitive information for associated vendors, including CVS, Caremark, MetLife, HealthNet, Federal Medicare, and TRICARE, which is what the U.S. military uses, are basically all caught up in this. Essentially, what we are looking at here <clears throat> is the worst data breach so far, and I hate to say the term so far, for 2024. We are going to see literally thousands of pharmacies, providers on down have to declare data breaches as a result of change healthcare. So what's essentially going to happen here is the federal regulators from HIPAA are going to come in under Health and Human Services Office of Civil Rights and go through this with a fine-tooth comb. And if there was any kind of intentionality to, let's say, ah, oh, we knew we had weaknesses in the code, but we left it there, or we knew our firewall had expired and now we didn't get around to ordering it, in other words, negligence or intent, we are probably and potentially going to see the largest fine that HIPAA will have ever leveled. Now, it's probably going to take them a couple years, but here we go. So this is going to be a huge one, not to mention the fallout for my mini segment every week on the lawsuits and class actions that are around this, because when you're talking about over 100 million potential patients caught up in this, that's a huge issue. So we're going to see what happens. The one I didn't see here, though, um, or the two, I should say, that I didn't see here publicly stated that are caught up in this outside of GoodRx is one, Walgreens out of Chicago, HQ out of Chicago, that's all over the nation. I believe they have their own internal systems. And the other one is Rite Aid, which also is another major pharmacy system like Walgreens. And those patients may be unaffected, but I don't have that information just yet. So this is going to be a huge one. We're going to continue to basically watch this. And pretty much every time you listen to a breach of the week video podcast or radio segment you're probably going to be hearing about change for months if not years so this is a big one and again <clears throat> we're going to keep you up to date 
but let's move on. Moving uh, moving on to uh, Tarrant Appraisal District, or TAD. This is actually an update. I had to go back and look at my notes, but I talked about this one about six months ago. Now, an investigation into a potential security breach of the appraisal district computers found that no data was compromised during their cyber attack in 2022. Now, they uh, basically had an attack in October 2022, but they didn't declare until mid or so 2023. Now, the TAD board voted Friday to make the full report public, uh, essentially, and, and so here we are. So we're going to see what happened, but they're saying nothing was actually stolen, which I hope is correct. Moving on, let's talk about Connecticut College. On February 7th, the college came out with a press release reporting that a data breach had happened in March of 2023, so basically a year ago. Now, as of right now, uh, essentially the press release reported that, quote, there's no evidence that any personal information has been or will be misused as a direct result of this incident. Now, that's a pretty standard thing to say. And, uh, you know, if you've got your feelers out there looking around, it might be hard to identify at this point if it came from Connecticut College because so many people are caught up in so many different data breaches. And we'll talk about that soon. Now, the release also noted that the college is currently, quote, undertaking a thorough forensic investigation, et cetera, et cetera. Leading experts are looking at this. Again, boilerplate language. And essentially, the data that was included in this breach were social security numbers along with credit and medical information. So may not be out there yet, but just heads up to you. Obviously, they apologize for all of this, but heads up if you have anything to do with Connecticut College. Moving on, let's talk about Taiwan's biggest telecom provider, Chonghua Telecom. Now, attackers reportedly believed to be backed by the Chinese government, no surprise there, made off with 1.7 terabytes of data following the Shanghua compromise and have put it all up for sale on the dark web. The Defense Ministry of Taiwan confirmed the breach to international news service AFP on March 1. Quote, the initial analysis of uh, this case is that the hackers obtained Shanghua Telecom's sensitive information and sold it on the dark web, including documents from the armed forces, Foreign Affairs Ministry, Coast Guard, and other units, end quote. And obviously, that's never a good look. Taiwan right now, obviously, in a bit of a contentious relationship with mainland China. And so here we are. If, if mainland China gets an insight into how, let's say, their forces are deployed or communicating, that could be a very serious detriment to the defense of that plucky little island. So we'll see where that goes. Moving on, <clears throat> it's time for our mini segment simply entitled, if you just spent money on cybersecurity, you wouldn't be having your reputation ruined and you wouldn't be facing lawsuits. I, I kind of changes every week. With that, let's start with Midwest Gaming and Entertainment LLC. Now, a Wisconsin resident voluntarily withdrew his proposed class action against Midwest Gaming. Donald Hess alleged that uh, he had to give sensitive personal information to enjoy River Casino's services, but after November, learned through a Midwest Gaming notice that some of his data, including name, driver's license, and other IDs, were part of this data breach, exposing him and others, basically uh, the proposed class, to increase risk of cyber crime and he alleged that Midwest Gaming should have done more to prevent this in a complaint filed in U.S. District Court I assume in Wisconsin so that suit has been dropped and so we'll see where that goes but obviously Rivers Casino is one that I've talked about apparently owned by Midwest Gaming and Entertainment so there might be another one moving on so heads up if you were caught up in that moving on let's talk about the Retina Group of Washington uh, they were basically targeted in seven separate lawsuits related to their 2023 data breach, which have now been consolidated into one class action by a federal court. Quote, consolidation of the related actions and appointing 
interim co-lead counsel will promote judicial efficiency and order case management while avoiding unnecessary cost and delay, end quote. That's according to Judge Theodore Chuang uh, said for the U.S. District Court for the District of Maryland. So there you go. If you have anything to do with the retina group, odds are you're not going to be part of a class as opposed to a separate lawsuit. Moving on, and this one absolutely sucks for the record because I think they are doing, it's a charity, they do really good work, and that would be Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America Corporation apparently failed to adequately safeguard its participants' personally identifiable information before it was compromised in a March 23 data breach according to a recent lawsuit against them. Now the plaintiff Angelina Goebel says she was one of approximately 35,000 current and former program participants whose PII was compromised in that data breach. She claims the mentoring organization failed to encrypt or redact the PII stored in its systems, leaving it vulnerable to cyber criminals. The Big Brothers Big Sisters data breach will obviously cause victims to face an increased risk of identity theft and fraud, etc., etc., according to the allegation. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's true in the sense that every data breach does that if you're caught up in one. I just hate it when I see charities sued for this because charities oftentimes their funding typically goes to that to help those in need that they are trying to help and oftentimes just the back end systems just don't have good expertise or their volunteers that come and go and volunteers can be amazing or horrible on the cybersecurity side and so bad choices can be made i just feel bad when charities get hit in general what jerk does that but at the same token if i were participating in big brothers big sisters and i haven't done that in probably like 10 plus years so maybe my old data's out there um you know i still wouldn't get involved in this just that's just my opinion though but hey take your pick whatever you're gonna do you're gonna do and with that that ends the mini segment and if they had just spent money and effort on cybersecurity, i wouldn't be talking about them they wouldn't be losing money and reputation moving on back to our regular data breaches let's talk about the lowell public school system in Massachusetts. They're investigating an outside attempt to gain access to their file server and apparently noted cybersecurity software was able to block the attempt. I don't know what that software is, but hey, good on you if it did. Now officials say it appears that there hasn't been uh, any loss of encryption and any data basically has not been uh, you know, accessed, but as a precaution, they shut everything down and essentially they are going through to verify all of that. And so hopefully, no harm, no foul. This got thwarted. And if you basically paid for that cyber defense and it worked, then you got your money's worth. So Lowell Public Schools, good luck to you. Moving on, let's talk about Epic Games. And oh boy, they are once again in newses for breaches. Now, there were reports earlier, about a week ago Wednesday or so, that Epic Games, obviously the popular video game company behind Fortnite uh, and all of that, had been hacked by a group called Mogulovich. Now, an Australian news site called Cyber Daily reported that Mogulovich posted that it had hacked Epic Games and stolen 189 gigabytes of emails, passwords, full name, payment information, source code, and more. And obviously they are seeking ransom payment from Epic Games. The deadline is March 4. So obviously if you are catching this on the first broadcast on the radio, it is on March 4 is the deadline, so we'll see what happens, and I'll talk about it on my next radio show as well. Now, Epic Games posted on X, formerly Twitter, that they have not actually heard from the attackers and investigated a claim within minutes of the dark web. Quote, there is zero evidence right now that the ransomware claims from Mogulovich are legitimate. Mogulovich has not contacted Epic or provided any proof of veracity of these allegations. End quote. So... If that's true, basically somebody's trying to pull the fast one and get some quick cash out of Epic. 
or maybe Epic doesn't realize it yet, or Epic's lying. I have no idea which it is. I'm not accusing them of one either way. We're going to see how this unfolds, and you know I'll keep you up to date on this, because obviously the makers of Fortnite, pretty popular company. Moving on. Let's talk about mortgage contracting services because in February of this year, they filed with Massachusetts after an unauthorized party gained access to their network. And we are talking about consumer sensitive information, names and social security numbers. They're sending out notices as well. Also, same with the Egyptian Health Department. Now, the Egyptian Health Department filed with U.S. Health and Human Services. So I have to imagine that there is basically like an Egypt Georgia, Illinois, California, somewhere. I'm not sure, but I don't think it's the country with the pyramids. So with that, they filed with HHS, essentially saying that they had unauthorized access into their information, which included name, social security, driver's license, government issued IDs, financial account information, and insurance information as well. And so they began sending out notices also. So Egypt, wherever you are, one, I hope you walk that way, and two, good luck. Moving on, let's talk about Unite Here. That's what they're called on February 23. They're a labor union representing more than 300,000 workers in the United States and Canada filed a notice of data breach with Maine after discovering that an unauthorized party was able to get into their network. And what we're talking about are names, social security numbers, financial account information, driver's license numbers, and state IDs. They're sending out notifications as well. And like charities, I'm never fans of when labor unions are hit because obviously these are, you know, they hold pensions for retirement funds. You know, they help workers. I mean, it's just, it's never, never cool when, when organizations like this, you know, get hit. So good luck, Unite here. I hope it's not as bad as it sounds. Moving on, <clears throat> let's talk about Fairway independent mortgage on february 2nd they filed with massachusetts after an unauthorized third party accessed their information and we are talking about name social security dates of birth address bank account information credit card account numbers and upon completing their investigation they're sending out letters as well so heads up fairway independent mortgage customers moving on Intercept Pharmaceuticals. Now, this is an interesting one, and you'll find out why in a second, because on February 24th, they filed that basically says an unauthorized party gained access to their confidential information, and they explained that this was sensitive information as well, which includes names, social security numbers, financial account information, driver's license number, all that kind of stuff, medical records. They've started sending out notifications. Now, why I find this interesting is, one, they're a pharmaceuticals company, and I'm just wondering if they are caught up in change healthcare uh, because of essentially who they are and what they do. And so we're going to start seeing disclosures, but they are not specifically saying that it was changed healthcare. So this could be completely independent. And we see a lot of healthcare breaches, something like 70 off the top of my head, about 70% of the breaches that I essentially talk about here are pretty much healthcare or supply chain and healthcare. So it's never a fun day. Moving on. Let's talk about Canada's RCMP or Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Those are the guys with the funky hats, the red jackets, riding horses, serving the law. Now, the RCMP did not share details on the nature and the extent of their attacks, saying that they were working with the Canadian government agencies to, quote, continue assessing the breadth and scope of the security breach and to hold those accountable, end quote. Now, according to the RCMP, the attack did not impact its operations, nor the safety and security of Canadians or RCMP partners. Over the weekend, RCM's uh, website was, RCMP's website was temporarily uh, unavailable. Now, if you recall, I reported a week or two ago that the Department of Global Affairs, uh, basically the Canadian department, was also hit as well. So it's very possible that we've got a group or, or a threat actor group that is focused on 
hitting Canada. And so we're going to see where that goes. But right now they've got a fairly contentious relationship with India. If you recall, they recently had an Indian national assassinated uh, by basically Indian intelligence or an Indian cutout on Canadian soil. So we're going to see what happens there. But for all we know, it's the Russians or the Mongolians or whoever. Moving on. Let's talk about, oh, we talked about Fairway Independent Mortgage. So let's talk about Kansas's Conrad Insurance Group. Now, they're based out of Newton, Kansas, and they posted a notice of data breach on their website, or, or as they're calling it, data event, quote unquote, but here we go. And they said an investigation determined that one employee, e employee email account was subject to unauthorized access between July 14th through the 27th of last year. Now, Conrad said that an unauthorized party may have had access to customers' names, social security numbers, driver's license, state or federal ID, uh, financial account information, and more. And so here we are. So if you have anything to do with Conrad Insurance Group out of Newton, Kansas, you might want to check in. Moving on. Let's talk about Sencora. Now, this is another interesting one as well in the healthcare range because this past Tuesday, they disclosed a cybersecurity incident in which data, some of which may have contained personal information, was stolen from this drug distributor's information systems. Again, could this be change healthcare? Now, the unauthorized activity was detected on February 21. Change Healthcare was hit on February 20th, and the company said they took immediate steps to contain it. They also basically uh, had a regulatory filing that stated as much as well. Now, the company said that they've also commenced an investigation with external you know, parties, et cetera, et cetera, and they said the incident did not have material impact on their operations, and its information systems continue to be operational. So, <clears throat> again, this could be a wholly unique thing, but... Once again, the timing is very similar, and we are going to start to see a lot of disclosures, whether they name Change Healthcare directly or not. Moving on, let's talk about Hauser LLP. They revealed that a system breach was detected in May of last year and exposed the personal data of approximately 325,000 people, including sensitive information like credit cards. They said that some files were, quote, copied and taken from the network, end quote, and that they were encrypted during the incident in a regulatory filing. It was then discovered by an unidentified party that, quote, an unauthorized access, end quote, had been made to the network between May 7 and May 9. Now, when they say this, I'm not 100% sure if they mean that the data that was taken was encrypted by them and therefore is protected, in which case you don't have to declare a data breach per se, at least under uh, HIPAA guidelines, but it looks like this is a law firm. So we're going to see what happens here, but obviously that's an interesting one. So if you use Hauser LLP for whatever they do, heads up to you. Moving on, let's head on over to Dubuque County, Iowa, quite frankly. It's a very beautiful area if you've ever driven through it. I have. Now, authorities say that it could take months to figure out who actually hacked into a city employee's email uh, address to steal more than $500,000 from Dubuque County in Iowa. Now, this past Thursday, Dubuque County Sheriff Department was notified that there had been an issue with funds transferring from the county's auditor's office in Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville, Iowa, for the record, home of Field of Dreams. You can go check it out. It's actually kind of cool. Now, the funds were approved by the American Rescue Plan Act, which had been granted to the city to be used for projects. Quote, this person was a little more sophisticated 
It appears that they had hacked the system and were legitimately sending emails from someone's email address out of the city of Dyersville, end quote. That's according to Dubuque uh, County Sheriff Joseph Kennedy. Now, the person had requested those funds be transferred and the county made the payment. Later, the city of Dyersville reached out to the county to check the status of the money because the payment was never received. In other words, somebody broke in, impersonated officials in Dubuque County, Iowa, and were able to make off with half a million dollars. Unfortunately, that's a scam we see all too often, but hopefully Dubuque is going to get that money back. Moving on, we've got finalies for today and they are interesting believe me and the first one involves Facebook TikTok and Google together now you know we're in trouble now millions of Facebook Google WhatsApp uh, and TikTok users have had their account security compromised after a text message routing company left one of their internal bases expo uh, databases exposed and leaked private 2FA uh, codes into public view now, this was a major mistake, and essentially it was virtually, uh, and, and it's virtually the same as a full-on data breach for the record. And what we're talking about here is a company called XY International. Now, they're an Asia-based tech company that claims to process as many as 5 million SMS text messages a day. XYX, excuse me, International may not be somebody you're familiar with, but they seem to have been contracted by some of the largest tech operations around the world to process SMS uh, messages specifically specifically for two-factor authentication and password recovery details. Now, security researcher Anurag Sen discovered this loophole in which he saw the YX database available to view online with nothing more than just understanding what the IP address of it was. That meant that users of some of these massive platforms like TikTok, Facebook, WhatsApp, and Google could have their one-time passcodes and even password reset links compromised by bad actors. So we are potentially talking about billions of users here because Facebook has something like 3 billion users. I don't know how many are legit. TikTok's a billion plus. WhatsApp, I don't know, 500 million to a billion more. It's one of the most popular messaging apps on the planet and Google is friggin' Google. So this is obviously a huge thing. Now it's unclear you know, if this had happened or if this researcher had simply stumbled onto it but the whole point is, is that there was nothing basically, uh, any kind of logging that showed if people had been accessing the site according to the person that found this the researcher that found this anureg sen so so this obviously is a huge issue we're going to see if this gets this gets cleared up but if you've ever you know if you're using multi-factor authentication and you're using sms text messaging one stop go get yourself an authenticator app we never recommend using text message anymore unless it's the only option you've got and if it is on any one of those platforms it may have been compromised at some point so you honestly might want to change your password Moving on, the other finally we have are terrifying stats from 2023 because application security was analyzed in a re recent report by Checkmarks. Now, the study revealed that 92% of companies surveyed had experienced a breach in the prior year due to the vulnerabilities of applications that they had actually developed in-house, <laughs> meaning they weren't you know, buying a database from Microsoft or whoever, they were building it themselves. Now, according to the report, 49% of respondents said that their developers were involved in key AppSec solution purchases. 41% said that AppSec or application security managers were involved and 40% of respondents indicated CISO or chief information security involvement in these, even though we're talking about 92% have really under 92% have essentially experienced the breach as a result of in-house. So with more software to secure than basically is 
being deployed in environments and less time to secure it, 91% of companies have knowingly released vulnerable applications, meaning there are vulnerabilities you may be using right now that have not either been disclosed or even discovered. And when asked why, basically they had released vulnerable applications, business pressure was the most significant reason with 29% of AppSec managers saying that they had released applications to quote, meet a business feature or security related deadline. That is absolutely insane. So you're talking about one third almost of basically AppSec managers saying, hey, we had a deadline and we were just gonna get it out no matter what, and here we are. Now 18%, almost one in five, CISO said that they hoped the vulnerability would not be exploitable. Just winging a prayer, here we are. And 29% of developers, almost a third, said that the vulnerability would be fixed in a later release. That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, eh, you know, I'm just going to leave this ticking bomb here and, you know, oh, I forgot to put in a diffuser in it. No, I'll get to it later. You know, like, I, that's absolutely unconscionable to me especially because we are basically finding vulnerabilities in, in, in everything, whether it's a, a legitimate penetration tester trying to help you out or the malicious penetration testers that are looking not just to test, but to actually steal, break in, manipulate, whatever that is. And I think that is a huge problem that we are going to see in the world. So I just, I, I don't even know what to say to that beyond you got to get it together. But when one fifth of all chief information security officers are simply saying, oh yeah, I just hope it's, I hope it's not going to be discovered. That's not good. That's that's no way to go through life, son. So we're going to see what happens. But wow, here we are. And finally, finally, <clears throat> and this is our last one. We have to talk about nuns. Yes, nuns. You know, the, the women with the habits, brides of Christ, nuns. And this actually is showing us what the future of threats are going to look like. Now, you know, I talk outside of Breaches of the Week on disinformation, deep fakes, all this kind of stuff. But the breach this week, I really wanted to underscore was none. Because one, outside of like charities, who the heck hits nuns? But nuns have been conned out of thousands of British pounds after being targeted by basically an AI posing as fake bishops in the church. Now, basically, these nuns have been put on alert after a string of attempts by conmen to defraud convents, excuse me, of their money. Now, they've been using AI to basically alter their voices and faces to impersonate religious leaders and beg for money for operations in Spain, meaning they're hitting up these nunneries, these convents in, in the UK saying, hey, you know, we're Bishop blah, blah, blah in Spain. We need money. And here we are. Now, the Garda Civil Police Force in Spain said that up to 15 convents in the southern prospect of uh, province excuse me of Yaen has basically been targeted in the last few weeks one of them was posing as the bishop of Yaen Sebastian Chico telephoned several nuns asking them to transfer 5000 euros uh, to basically pay for surgery now the convent in uh, Torredon Jaimo fell for the trick and basically handed over uh, over uh, 2,500 euros as well. Now, one nun said that she told the impersonator who telephoned and introduced himself as the bishop, quote, you're not Don Sebastian. Your voice is very hoarse. But she said that he replied and said, yes, I am. I need money for an operation on my throat. In other words, that's why he's nasally. That's why he might sound like him, but he's more hoarse. 
So, Jose Antonio Sanchez, pro-vicar of the Diocese of Hian, basically said they take advantage of the goodwill of these nuns who know that basically they're very receptive to the bishop, who is essentially their shepherd father. That's essentially how the Catholic Church works. And for the record, I made a mistake in this. They're not hitting in the UK. This is an article from the UK, hence British Pounds, but obviously this is happening in Spain, obviously a very Catholic country. So, this is an absolute just crazy i mean who hits nuns come on you know like really like you know they got better things to do than than lose money to some jerk so at the end of the day the whole point of this is we are going to see more and more of this and we've seen some spectacular cases one out of asia where somebody was conned by a, a deep fake of the cfo basically confirming uh to move tens of millions of dollars for that company and others on the call also threat actors in deep fake you know video saying yeah i agree with the cfo now we've got nuns and nuns i'm have to imagine are probably more trusting than most given what they do so here we are but not cool man like like hitting hitting a charity hitting nuns Man, what's the world coming to? Bunch of savages in this town. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, it's time to stay private. Thanks, everybody.